are listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Rock Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Pretty. Lines them up. He's back again. He steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone, and it is batted around and incomplete. And the game is over. The game is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Let the celebration begin. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappa. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 266 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, we had the, uh, we, we were back for that brief uh, stint of one week. One and week, then, yeah. uh, you know, the holidays and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, good to be back and uh, plenty to talk about tonight. Do have the cameras properly aligned this week, which yeah, caught me off yeah. guard two weeks ago, so... Much, much better this week. And, uh, Way to go. Yeah, I, I'm happy with myself. And <laughs> I was able to uh, do a, a minimal minimal amount of effort on my part to uh, just realign <laughs> just realign the cameras. Yeah, that's what we're about, though. It's minimal <laughs> effort uh, on very uh, limited amount of tasks that we have to do here. But we're happy to be back because yeah. there's always a lot to talk about when there's it a lot comes to, talk to about. the NFL. And, you know... With us being off last week, we probably should touch on week 12 a little bit. Uh, obviously, week 13, which this was kind of a week of upsets and surprises. Yeah, especially teams that um, had looked like they maybe were starting to pack it in and making those plans for January. Um, not playoff plans, <laughs> but yeah. uh, came out of nowhere and uh, maybe threw a wrench in some other teams' plans this week. So Yeah, really. It's uh, it's amazing what can happen in just a few weeks, you know. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks ago, we were talking after week 11, and there were a few teams that you thought were destined for greatness or de- destined for uh, mediocrity or worse in the case yeah. of a few teams. I think it's interesting because there's been a lot of talk to – I feel like I've seen it a lot this year too about like people's preference between college football and NFL football. I think you and I are kind of one of those situations where we truly love both, but we recognize there's a lot of similarities, but they aren't necessarily the same thing. And you see that kind of like – the worst co- Division One college football teams are not going to be like the best or even middle of the pack teams, pretty much ever. Like the worst teams, you know what I mean. Whereas in the NFL, like you know, maybe not like yeah. you know the high flying teams, but man, there the gap between the most of the teams is so small. It's it's a matter of execution on. A few extra plays, you know, besides so many games in the NFL. Whereas there's a lot of college games where, like, in order for yeah, it comes down to in order for personnel. Like, that's what recruiting in order for matter. like Pitt to beat Clemson. You right. need a lot to go ooh, wrong. Ooh, we got so. some some audio yeah. coming through here. <laughs> this is uh, an NFL play from the uh, the Cleveland Houston game, which we will get to momentarily. So apologize for that. Popping in there. I love autoplay videos. It's the best. All websites should use autoplay videos, by the way. With sound. Absolutely. With sound, yeah. yeah, that makes it even better. So, yeah. At least there weren't a million tabs open during the video. Yeah, at least it wasn't. And 
an ad playing. At least it was an actual NFL highlight that yeah. that was playing. Yeah. That's that's always preferred versus some ad for something that no one no one cares about uh, at all. So um, let me pull up the scores here for everyone to take a look at. And nope, we want to go make those larger for people to see. There we go. Try wow that okay that'll work huh that'll <laughs> that'll work here. So probably a game you don't want to talk about, but we have to talk about. Yeah. Uh, is the one from Thursday evening. Um, that one probably didn't finish the way you had hoped it would as an no, Eagles not fan. At all. Not at all. Um, but the Cowboys shocked nearly everyone. Everyone. I'd say, everyone. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, I'd say at least... 95%. I'd say 95%. Based on our pool, where we have 20 people, and 19 took New well, Orleans. And it, it's it's not just us. I, I heard someone on Friday morning say that um, more money had come in on the Saints in that game in Vegas than any other team in any other game all year. Wow. Yeah. And somebody replied, and they... They always have enough money for the electric bill in Vegas. Like, <laughs> you know, the lights always stay on for right. a reason. There like, is a reason yeah. to that. So. so, yeah, the Cowboys, an amazing defensive effort. We're able to take down yeah. the Saints 13-10. to 10. The Saints had won, I believe, 10 in a row, right? Because they had yeah, lost they to Tampa out, Bay in week, week yeah. one, which knocked me and my dad out of the survivor yeah. pool. Thanks Nearly a lot. lost to Cleveland in week two. If they had which, a kicker, they do lose. So we were actually being like, well... Kind of what we thought, because yeah. we both weren't super yeah. high on the Saints. You were higher on them than I was. I right. just didn't think they were going to be able to do it this year. I thought Kamara was going to be a, you know, kind of a flash in the pan, yeah. one-year wonder. That's I feel like, proven to be inaccurate. I feel but. like the Saints do this kind of each year, though. In, in the good years and the bad years, like they have, some, they have a game about two-thirds of the way through where you're just like, what was that? And I... This this is one of those things that drove me nuts from hearing it from people whose job it is to talk sports, like actual job, not just like having fun. <laughs> when they're talking, yeah, well, you know, the Saints coming off the short week, they weren't coming off the short week. No, they weren't. They played on Thanksgiving night just right. like the Cowboys. Yep. It was a full week. The week before, if you want to talk about that on, on Thanksgiving night, but they look good on Thanksgiving night, you know. So right. I understand. And if you said it was a different week, absolutely, it's a different week. But it's not a short week. Like, that drives me nuts. And when you have – I was listening to some shows and people talking. They're doing entire segments, and no one corrected them the whole time. And I know generally, like, that the producers there jump in. So, right. it's it's kind of crazy. But anyway, that was that was a really good win for the Cowboys based on their defense. Their defense is playing lights out right now. For sure. Um, they were able to get pressure with the front four guys, which which is key because then they are able to play defense. Huge, and, huge, huge. Uh, Van Der Esch is running around making tackles from sideline to sideline. And then <laughs> you see yeah. our comments here yeah. on Facebook. Let's yeah. see. So first is Denali bragging because, yes, she is the one. I yeah. believe I mentioned that already, yeah. but I'll say it again because she probably tuned in late. She's not really good about being on time. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So Denali did in our pool of 20 people. Denali was the only one to take Dallas. So she jumped out to a one nothing lead on the rest of us. So, yeah, kudos to her. Uh, my buddy Zach, who uh, I was just on a podcast with him on Friday night, um, I can't tell. I can't tell what NFL team he likes because I actually don't know. So Zach, you should definitely tell me who you're a fan of. Maybe you're a fan of Houston because uh, he's he's a Texan. Okay, so right. that's why I was a little surprised. But I wasn't sure which NFL team he he is a fan of. So. Uh, Zach says Dallas fans expect to win every game, then get pissed when they lose. Horrible fan base. Eagles only ones probably worse. So there, there you have it. They may be worse, but you know what? <laughs> they won last year. <laughs> so uh, that's true, and and you can take that to the bank. Well, um, and I have to. That's pretty much what I have to talk about now, from now until February, because you know until it happens, like I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, kudos to Dallas for uh, for taking care of business. That, that's a huge win for them. They, I mean, that's a game yeah, that everyone no, was absolutely. saying they're going to lose and be six and six. Saints are going to be eleven and one. Right. Well, so. and it's a big game for the Saints too because they had home field because they had the tiebreaker against the Rams, but they had the same number of losses as the Rams. Right. And so because they lost, the Rams are now back in that first place. And the difference between that could be the Saints going to. I'm going by seed here. I know they just lost. 
But the Saints going to L.A. or L.A. coming to New Orleans, and that's right. a huge, huge difference. That's a huge difference. Now, one thing of concern still is the Cowboys didn't score in the second half. Dak Prescott fumbled pretty much every other time he got hit. Like it, it, It's one of those things where it's the offense did not look good. Um, the defense looked amazing. Like the really defense good. looked great. Like I, I and so it's going to be one of those things where how does that kind of play out now? Um, Zeke got his touches, and, and that's key for them. They didn't pull like the Giants a couple weeks ago when they didn't give Saquon the ball against the Eagles. Couple, like yeah. he got five uh, touches in the in the second half. Um, but yeah, that was that was a great win for the Cowboys. They're now in the driver's seat. Um, and this is one of those two where. You know, you see some of this where they're talking about like strength, not strength of schedule. That's a college term, but like in terms of how hard is the remaining schedule? Right. Um, the Cowboys, it, it's not easy, but it's not like impossible. The Eagles have the hardest in the NFL remaining schedule, including they have Washington, who's coming off of essentially the mini buy because they played on Thanksgiving, don't play till Monday. Right. And then they have to play the next week, the Cowboys, I think maybe again on Monday night. But it's also um, the cow. The Cowboys are coming off of the mini. Even if it's not on Monday night, it, the Cowboys are coming off the mini by having played on Thursday. So they play back to back division teams with um, being able to like have that extra time rest. And the Eagles, let's face it, haven't been that great already anyway. So like there are other problems other than the other team having more rest. Like right. I don't mean to make it sound like that's the only issue, but. Yeah, the Cowboys did a lot to kind of cement themselves here in a great position for that NFC East uh, championship. Who would have thought it? About a it's month theirs ago. to lose now. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, um, on the other hand, maybe it's a good thing for all the other teams because Jason Garrett will probably keep his job then, and uh, <laughs> and they can go they can go eight and eight next year, right? Or, no, let's or, not talk or the about inverse of what they do this year. So they'll, they'll go nine and seven, what? seven and nine. Yep. Yep. There we uh, go. That great stuff. So, so uh, my buddy Zach just got back to me. He said he does follow Houston, but he's actually a closet Packers fan. So why don't we talk about the Packers yeah. here? Let's yeah. jump ahead a little bit because, um, interesting, shocking, surprising results and what happened afterwards. Maybe, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, so, Packers lose to the Cardinals and Mike McCarthy is fired basically immediately. Okay. So. A lot of people thought Mike McCarthy was pretty much done anyway. Um, there have been people that thought that the last couple of years. I think it's interesting because while not mathematically eliminated, today's loss pretty much yeah. ends their playoff. Because they can only they win their last four and they're eight, seven, and one. Right. So there's still a chance mathematically, but they were gonna need help before today's loss. Losing to the Cardinals in Green Bay is awful. When when you haven't won uh, road game in over a year or whatever, and now you don't win home uh, games home either game, yeah. against a bad team. Yeah, Cardinals are um, not good, and you only score seventeen points, and you're running the same offense you ran, you know, for the last few years. Like I understand that, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Like, and I feel like maybe this is just some of it, kind of like getting washed in there. But the Packers. They had that run a couple of years ago where they lost the Falcons in the NFC Championship game when they went on the. Was that the year Rogers said relax, you know, on the air? That was and then two they, years then ago, they, right? And then they went on the. Year. No, that was two years ago. Okay. And then they went on the crazy run, won like eight in a row, like make the playoffs, go to Dallas, beat Dallas in Dallas, um, you know, do all these things, and. But like honestly, other than that, it's just kind of been. Middle of the pack? Actually, it's not middle of the pack. I feel like the Packers have been what we talk about as the worst case scenario. Like, they're good enough to, like, be in playoff contention every year, but not good enough to win the Super Bowl any of those years. Right. You know, and, and that's, you find yourself drafting, like, 22nd every year, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I think 13 years is a long time. Um, it's amazing to me that he was there that long. Like I just wasn't thinking about it when they said that he had been there for 13 years. Um, he took over unless, from Mike Sherman, right? right. Unless you're going to make the move, or unless they have the guy they want to hire now, unless they want to hire a college guy or something like that. Lincoln Riley? Maybe. I doubt it. But like, can you imagine Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma before the playoff game? Oh, that would be I, nuts. Well, he was somewhat linked to the Cleveland, right? And he said no. Like, well, yeah, only like, because Baker's there. 
Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I didn't but, really think about but that. But the Packers, like, unless you have a guy lined up, like, why now? You know, like, I don't understand. Like, the guy has been with you 13 years. You, he won a Super Bowl with you. Like, unless, unless Ro- there's rumors that Rodgers and he don't get along. And so maybe that's part of it. Really? You know, and you, but like, you have Rodgers locked up. It's not like he's going anywhere. You know right. what I mean? Like, I just don't understand the timing. You know, I, it's not, the timing is odd to me, just in that you had the chances to fire him before and you didn't, and you'll have the chance to fire him at the end of the year. But like, what's it matter now? You know, like, I, yeah, it's unless a good you question. want, unless you think, but here's the thing your offense has been like the big part that's been like the problem. So, all right, so now you have guys that are going to step in there. Like, I, I just, if if you if you don't think if you think your next coach might be on the staff currently, then you then you fire in season. I understand that, right? Because then you at least get to see it, right? If you don't think your next coach is on staff, which I believe is where the Packers are, I don't think they're going to hire someone on their staff. Then why do you fire in season? I, I don't really understand. Yeah. So, right. but your guess is as good as mine. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I understand. Why it happened because of the performance oh, recently? Absolutely, but absolutely. Why get? It, why start it now? Like, who are you going to go after? Who's going to leave in the middle? Now you're left with Joe Philbin, who's been a Packers guy, was a Packers guy during, um, you know, kind of the McCarthy Renaissance. You know, the right. great years of the Packers organization. And, but that was about a decade ago, right. and that's where I don't know how it went. Maybe they told McCarthy, like, "Look, you're done now. You can't save your job." Do you want to finish it out or do you want to be done? And he said, I want to be done. So maybe it's going to help him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could like maybe, be. It could very well You could never be know. Case. But, yeah, I think it was time for him to go. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. So, so Zach says he's heard Packers fans that want Dabo or Harbaugh. I don't think they – I don't know that either of them are interested in the NFL. I don't think they are. And it would be a huge pay cut for Harbaugh. Yeah, like Harbaugh yeah. makes like with with I've I've read the articles that talk about how with um he gets all kinds of stuff from like the boosters and stuff. You know how that's all all crazy. In, well, yeah, in college football. for sure. Like he makes like upwards of like over ten million a year. Like in so uh, I don't I don't think Harbaugh's worth John Gruden money, but <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> like what a mistake, <laughs> right? But the joke aside, like. I don't know, and I don't know. This this might sound terrible because, like, do you leave? Do you leave Clemson for Green Bay? No, I don't either. Not the way it's going right now. No way. You won a national championship and played for what two others? Oh, and you have some. You have the second best recruiting class ever here at right. Alabama. Like, I yeah, I things are just fine at Clemson. Right. I, I don't. I don't see the reasoning unless it's you. I want to take the next step. Like that's true. The, the NFL is. The peak. Right. That is where everyone is trying to get to. I don't get that from Dabo, though. But, man. He, yeah. He, he's got that, like, player's connection. I think he's the perfect example of that guy that would not be a good fit as an NFL coach. Not because of the, like, coaching ability, but... Like Saban? So, there's so many stories. There's so many stories about, like, the connections he has with his players and, like, the, all that stuff. You don't get that in the NFL, man. Like... Yeah. It's, it's very different. So, it'll be interesting... But I, I think just odd from the Packers. But I mean, I, I agree they had to make the move. It probably is overdue to begin with. So yeah, I guess if you're on borrowed time, you can't really complain that it, that they pulled the trigger. So Greg wants to know who wins the NFC East, which we'll we'll get back to. We kind of already mentioned it when yeah. we went over the Dallas New Orleans game, but we're coming back to it first. Let's cover a couple of games here. We're never going to get through all of them. All right, we can fly through some of these. Uh, Ravens at Falcons. I'm guessing Dude. this is one that you were wrong on. I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. I because I Baltimore. I had Baltimore written, and then I changed it for the Falcons. But I thought it's because I thought going on the road, I thought the Falcons' defense was going to kind of hold the running game in check and therefore shut down the Ravens. And the Ravens look good, and their defense looked really good. One of those touchdowns that the Falcons scored was against the Ravens' offense. It was a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so fumble recovery much. like 60 yards for a touchdown. So – yeah, the defense for the Ravens, the number one total defense and number one scoring defense coming into the day. And I don't know how they calculate scoring defense. They they should. I know there's a lot of talk about it. Not count those defensive touchdowns right. against you. You would think. And yeah. I think that's how they do it. So that would be another one against Matt Ryan, man. 
Ooh. Thanks for the fantasy bust, man. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of fantasy bust, no, we're not doing the Colts right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, bird on bird crime in Atlanta. I, 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 I actually favored Atlanta. I was like, I'm taking the Falcons because of, you know, everyone thinks the Georgia Dome, or I know it's not yeah. Georgia Dome, but, uh, it's a dome in Georgia. It's close enough. Close enough. Um, right. It's the Mercedes Benz, right? Same yeah, thing as the super, it's not the Mercedes Benz Superdome. It's the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah, I think it is. That's, yeah. that's, that's not confusing at all. Um, but at, then I thought about it. I was like, no, the Falcons, just because they're at home doesn't mean anything. And I was like, Baltimore's the better team. And thankfully, they proved it today because it was yeah. one that I was concerned about. Yeah. Uh, so Broncos, Bengals, I think this this result was as expected because after the Bengals kind of surprised everyone at the beginning of the year, they've definitely fallen off. Yeah. Now, um, you know, I know AJ and, Green came back briefly today. Yeah. And, but Andy and Dalton's on a gone. And Andy yeah. Dalton's on IR. So – and. There are rumors, once again, talking about <laughs> things kind of cyclical here. Um, talk about a coach that probably has overstayed his welcome. Uh, Marvin Lewis is probably gone, too. Yeah. So, quickly, for Greg's question, who wins the NFC East? The Cowboys. Cowboys. Right? Yeah. It's got to like, be the Cowboys. I, it, the Eagles have to win out to win the East. Yeah. Because just looking at the next two weeks, if they win tomorrow, they're still a game behind the Cowboys. If they win next week against the Cowboys, they're they'd tied. be tied. But the Eagles have to play the Rams yet. So their hope would be that the Rams lock up the West, which and they quince today. Actually, no. Their hope is that the Rams lock up the one seed. Right. That's what I was going to say. And it doesn't, and they don't want just a division. No. That only gives them the top four. No, they, they want a top one, two, that, right. and they'd like to have the one. Right. So, the, yeah, the Rams are definitely still playing. So I don't think that'll help the Eagles right. in two that's, weeks. Right. That's the problem. So I think, honestly, Houston is another tough one that the Eagles have to play yet. So, like, there's a couple really tough games the Eagles have. And that leads to a different issue, but we'll we'll talk about that some other time. All right. So going back to the Packers briefly here as they pop up on our screen again, uh, Zach <laughs> mentions to us that uh, only one Super Bowl in 13 years with McCarthy and that that wasn't enough. We, we mentioned um, Dabo and Harbaugh being on the list. Zach chimes in and says, if Harbaugh can't beat Ohio State, he won't last much longer hey, at Michigan. Th- listen, you, you're, you're, you've got some people who could buy into that here. Like, now, I thought – this might have been his best coaching job at Michigan, minus one game th- this year. Um, however, I'm I've been on the now. Part of it was me just trolling, but like I've been on the what has he done coming into this year? You could argue that he was maybe middle of the pack in the Big Ten in terms of coaching, right. like and it, prior to this year. Now they had they had a great year, lost to the two best teams they played. You know, like. Right. Eh. It happened. Listen, the team I root for, they lost to the three best teams they played. Right. So, well, I I, actually, I'm not sure that's true. You're right. Because <laughs> I probably. don't think Michigan State was one. I think that's Ohio true. State and Michigan for sure. I'll give right. you that. But I'm not sure Michigan State ended hey, up being Hey, we up beat there. the ACC, one of the division champions, 51-6 to in their home stadium. That's true. This is true. And oh, I'll my hang gosh. my hat on that victory. <laughs> um, but... Zach wants to know how long before Oakland makes noise again. Were we surprised by the Chargers as I was? So, Oakland, after think, this year, I think they've got at least another year, if not yeah. two. So, that here's will- the problem. Some of the draft picks are this year, but not all are this year. They have three first-rounders this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. they have three first-rounders this year. I think – so, next year, I think they're better than they are this year. The year after that, I think, is when they start. For you sure. start to if see. You're looking at 2020. We're back right. into the 20s and, before, and and we're finally getting close to when they move to Vegas, <laughs> like whenever that is. Right. Yeah. By the way, side note from that game today. This is kind of crazy, but um, Derek Carr became the all-time leading pass passer for the Raiders today. Really? Yeah. I was blown. I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned. Seventeen thousand some yards. I was wow stunned with I, some of the names that they've had. They have Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Ken Stabler, yes. Like wow. I mean, and I know people. You know, Rich, Rich Cannon Rich was Cannon, kind of the right, flash in the exactly pan. There was a I, short time period there where he was really good. Okay. Um, so Delaware, we, we we alluded to the Rams. They won today in Detroit. They struggled a little bit, but they ended up getting the victory, thirty to sixteen. Um, Texans continue to roll. Man, nine I'm, straight wins for them. Nine and three now. They're getting fun to watch too. Browns started awful. Baker looked terrible, and he turned it on in the second half. Yeah. They couldn't hang with Houston. Uh, Houston gets their longest winning streak in franchise history over the Browns, twenty-nine to thirteen. And then the one I kind of mentioned earlier about a, a fantasy dud. 
Talk about having um, Mac Hilton and Every week. Andrew Luck on your fantasy team. Now, I oh, didn't start gosh. all three, but I did start Luck and Hilton. Thankfully, I also had Philip Lindsay, so that made up for uh, a little bit for me. Yeah. But yeah, the Jags get back in the winning column, and now the, the Colts have to play for a wild card now because the Texans have a three-game lead. Right. Well, and because now this was it was I thought it was going to be more interesting. I think the Colts and Jaguars end the season against each other. I think we looked at that last time. But the Colts went for went for it on fourth and short in overtime last time. Um, instead of punting with a few seconds left and going for the tie, and it set up Houston, and Houston was able to kick a field goal. This might have been like week four. This might have been the first game that that they had won. But at that point, it was looked like neither team was going to really do much. And I was like, hey, that was the right move by by Reich. They go for it. And I'm not saying it wasn't the right move, but. That loss against Houston is coming. That's it's looming large now. Giant that's a now, yeah. Two game swing because it was in the division. So I know they play tonight, but we kind of passed over this question when it was asked. Zach wanted to know: Are we surprised about the Chargers? I don't. I mean, they're doing better than we expected. I'm surprised they were so they're so good. Yes, I'm disappointed but, they lost last week. That I think was a huge disappointment yeah, for them. Yeah, but they need to rebound this week because they're in Pittsburgh tonight. Right. Uh, so. You know, they don't have an right. easy and, game. And Pittsburgh lost last week. Right. So you got Pittsburgh coming off a loss. And they're home. at home. Oh, and the Ravens are surging for the Ravens. You know, right. like it's tough. But they've won three in a row. And you split with them already. The Ravens and Steelers played twice already like that. There's none wow. of those left. So, yeah, I just, it's kind of crazy. I'm surprised to a point by the Chargers. But I think you and I both agreed that we thought in the in the West it was um, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. I think, I think I picked Denver to win it. Did I, you really? Yeah. Oh, because man, it's been a while since we talked about because these, I so. thought I, because I thought the defense was going to be stellar, and Case Keenum was and the Case answer. Keenum was going to be what he was in, in Minnesota. Minnesota, and the last few weeks they've looked like what I thought they were going to look like all year. That's yeah. basically what it comes down to. But they didn't at the beginning of the year. I think they dug themselves too big of a hole. Oh, and the Chiefs. Well, I thought they were going to be good. I thought there was going to be a bit more of a learning curve for Patrick Mahomes, who was unbelievable. Um, no, we were wrong about yeah. that. Oh, there's I a learning still, curve. He's just at the top. <laughs> I had the Chiefs win that, winning that division. So you did. Yeah. I'm very yeah. happy about that one. Of course, I probably screwed up the rest of them, but I, I had the Chiefs. Right. So, um, Zach also mentioned that the NBA has the American Airlines Center and the American Airlines Arena. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's a, not uncommon for um, these massive corporations to sponsor multiple stadiums in the same hey, sport. Hey, when you've got it, spend it, right? right? Yeah, sure. That that's Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. All right. So, um, my team survived wow. today. Thankfully, they needed Man to. Man, at the end, too. Oh, um, my gosh. You know, it was, uh, it was Tell a me you fight. saw how it ends. I, I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> so, Josh Allen runs around for about 20 seconds, running around, running around, running around. They Throws to a guy Charles who is wide open. Clay? Yeah, wide open. He's the only guy on the near side of the end zone. But the ball's going to be short, so he's running and he like dives for it, but he couldn't catch it. He would have been at the goal line, but there was no one close. He could have caught it and rolled into the end zone on the last play. On as time expired, yeah. So I did know something like that happened. I I I I watched Red Zone, and at that time I wasn't around right. to be watching Red Zone. But um, I did see a tweet immediately following the Dolphins' victory that the. Game, what turned out to be the game-winning touchdown by the Dolphins was set up, by, I believe, by a penalty on Jordan Phillips of the Bills, who was a Dolphins cast-off this year. Oh. And the guy who didn't catch the last-second touchdown, he was Charles Clay, a former Dolphin that left for Buffalo in free agency. So I think there was a little... Uh, I think they said Ryan Tannehill has won his last eight starts in Miami. Really? That probably spans over four years. Yeah, it's like but... four, four seasons, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Miami, my team, they're six and six. Uh, you know, they're, uh, they, they have a tough last four games though. Cause they have, I believe new England next week yeah, in but, Miami. Yeah. Won four which, of the last five against them. If Ryan Miami, Tannehill starts, you're good. We should be good <laughs> to go. Uh, they also have Minnesota, uh, and I believe they finished in Buffalo the last week of the season. So there's a game in there that I can't recall who they play. But, you know, obviously Buffalo is beatable, is winnable. Now it's in Buffalo, so that's tough. New England, I would say that's a loss, except it's in Miami. It's almost right. close to a toss-up. I still favor the Patriots, but I'm not going to count Miami out. Huh. Minnesota is a tough one, though, because they're going to be playing for something just like Miami, so who knows what happened there. I do not recall who their fourth game is. Uh, but, you know, yeah, if uh, if they go on a run, they, they – 
basically to not be a disappointment to me, they have to win all four. Because if you don't, you're in that terrible seven to nine, nine and seven range, right. which I know right. you don't want being, to be. Being there. nine and seven and missing the playoffs is <sighs> absolutely the worst thing that could happen. I hate it um, so much. Unless you're like the Patriots way back and when they won like, what, 10 or 11 games in yeah. the playoffs? Yeah. 11 and five. Yeah. 2008. They <laughs> yeah. won 11 and five with Matt Castle after Brady's injury in week one. I know we feel terrible for that. Miami right? won the division that year. So I could not give a crap at what was happening <laughs> with the Patriots. Not going to lie. I'm sure everyone is aware of that too. So. One of the biggest surprises that we alluded to at the beginning of the show was this one. Yeah. Giants Bears in the Meadowlands uh, in New York, New Jersey, and the Giants win again. Yeah. And won you, three of their last four. They easily probably could have beaten Philadelphia. They should have. If so, they forgot they had the best rookie the, running back, best rookie offensive rookie in the league. Yeah. And uh, they shocked the Bears. Now, Bears didn't have Trubisky. Yeah. So, uh, and the Giants have a new quarterback. Yeah. And Odell Beckham. But, and this is crazy because they're up. The Bears kick the field goal. They're up 10. The Bears kick the field goal. The Bears recover the onside kick. And because then, Odell Beckham doesn't know what to do on the hands right, team. Right. And then they go down and they score on a trick play. And then the Giants take forever and kick a field goal. But the Bears couldn't get it done. Um, it was just... Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Now, because of the uh, super teams we have this year, and um, even with the loss, the Saints, the Rams, the Chiefs, the Bears losing today probably doesn't make much of a difference because they were going to be two or three games back anyways. And, and the entire and NFC. the Packers football. lost, the Vikings lost, the Lions lost. So they lose no ground. Right. Now, obviously, they prefer to be 9-3 and three and maybe chasing the two seed, depending on how things go with the Saints right. and Rams. Uh, but they didn't lose any ground in the NFC North. So right. they have that going for them. Another now, one. another one that's, man, I don't know what's happened to the Panthers, but they can't get it done after, and, and uh, they lost last week at home to Seattle, and right. now they lose to the Buccaneers, right. who... They had two losses in a row by a combined four points, pretty much at the gun, um, and then they lose by a touchdown here. Cam Newton threw four interceptions, Yeah, and the Buccaneers are surprising me at five and seven. I didn't know that they were five and seven, but... yeah. Um, well, they did start two and zero, and then they lost that shootout to the Steelers in Week Three, and it right. kind of they seem to have gone downhill since yeah. then. Well, but, they've switched quarterbacks a couple. Times. Yeah, like every game, I think yeah. they switched yeah. three times. James Winston forth. had four interceptions in this game too. Not not a great game. Well, the quarterbacks combined for eight <laughs> interceptions. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the Raiders' future a little, but the Raiders' present they weren't able to oh, handle man. the they, Chiefs' they offense. They made it close, but um, yeah, I mean, I saw our buddy. Um, Corey Grath, who we coached with at yeah. Wilson West, was saying, I expected the Chiefs game to go into the se- the Chiefs-Raiders game to be 70 combined points, but I didn't think the Raiders would have 30 of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's a fair assessment. I'm. It doesn't surprise me that the Chiefs score 40. It surprises me a little bit that they gave up 33. 33 to the Raiders. Right. The Raiders aren't. I, I, I think you can say team. they were probably looking past them because, like, it, were. the Raiders were are, are one of the worst teams in the league. Right. Are they the worst team in the league now at two and ten? Are the Forty ers still two and two and ten? Niners were going to lose. They got blown. Oh out. yeah, I know they were getting destroyed. No. Um, but I don't know. Here's here's my favorite one though. Oh my gosh, Jets were up sixteen to nothing, and the Titans come back and Mariota looked amazing. He's in the looked last, like, really five good. Minutes. When, when he's he looked healthy, awful in the first half. Awful yeah. in the first half. Looked amazing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, he was able to get it done, and he brings his team back from a 16-point deficit to win 26-22. Yeah. Uh, and so, who threw an interception at the end of the, to end the game or near the end of the game? Was it, was it McCown or Darnold? No, Darnold, I again. wasn't even sure which one was playing. I shouldn't say that. I think it's Darnold. I don't even know that it was, but... See, um, the thing is, when it comes to that, though, is like, remember Peyton Manning's rookie year, how many oh, interceptions yeah. he had. Yeah. Um, not to say that Sam Darnold's the next Peyton Manning. That's but, you what know, you, you said. You, Put it right down. Right, I heard right, you. Right, it's there. It's it's here forever. Yeah, but it's one of those Never where, and away. I understand, it is different as you go. But it is interesting because if you take out that first game for Sam Darnold, it, and again, I don't know that this was him, but if you take out the first game, um, it, it, for this first season looks a little different. But yeah. Yeah. A couple of comments to get to All here. Right. Uh, Greg says the end of the season could be crazy for a lot of teams. That is very oh, absolutely. true. Absolutely. Now, while there are some teams that are going to have locked up one or two seeds or, or divisions, there's a lot of jockeying in the playoff alignment, the positioning, the seeds, 
And then also, who's going to get those two wild cards? Because right here in the uh, NFC, or excuse me, the AFC South, the Titans and Colts are six and six. They're in the race. Yeah. Uh, right now, you have the Ravens as one of those wild cards at seven and five, but that's only a game up. Right. And then you're going to only come a down game to... behind the division too. Like, right. Right. And they're playing the Chargers tonight. You know, so so uh, it could be interesting. It should be a great and. And, you know, what is close to a decade now when the NFL changed their, their rules that, like, the last three or four weeks are mostly going to be divisional games. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. This December of football is going to be a lot of fun in the NFL. Yes. Um, Zach said he has a couple of questions left, but then he's got to go and, and hit the books. So, um, who have we got tomorrow? So, in the Monday night game between your Eagles and the Redskins, um, I took the Eagles in this because I just think the Redskins, I think they peaked. We maybe saw them playing ab- above what they should have been playing with Alex Smith out. I know. I mean, I don't like to hate on Colt McCoy because I like Colt McCoy. But oh, yeah, but for, he is what he is. But to me, the Redskins were overachieving already, and I yes. think this is going to bring them back to earth. I think the Eagles were underachieving. I think they're better than they've been playing. They're better on paper. They just got to get it together on the field. So I think the Eagles win tomorrow night, put a little bit of pressure on the Cowboys, and set up a nice showdown next week. I picked the Redskins because I picked the Redskins. Because you're an Eagles fan. If the Eagles win, then I'm happy because the Eagles won. Screw my pick. Yeah, who like, cares? That's basically right. And if the Redskins win, at least I picked it right. Right. It's doubling down. So to, to circle back to Zach's first <laughs> the first comment. Or hedging uh, your bets. <laughs> right. What? Instead of expecting to win, I just expect to lose every week, and then when we win, it's better. See? Right. That's a, that Set is the my, bar low. That is my mantra on life. <laughs> Aim low, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many things to say. Yes. yes. Um, but Zach also asked if I'm excited to see the Captain Marvel trailer tomorrow. I, I, the Captain Marvel trailer, which is coming out tomorrow during the football game. We've kind of gotten into the cycle where some of the... Um, Biggest trailers for movies happened during Monday Night Football. You know, Star Wars did it a couple years in a row. And uh, now Captain Marvel trailer will be coming out, out tomorrow night. Uh, I think this will be the first official full trailer. We've gotten a teaser trailer already. And the movie drops in March. I'm super excited to see that. It continues the um, string of MCU movies from uh, Disney and Marvel. But this movie takes place in the 90s, so it doesn't have anything to do with a lot of the ones that we've seen already. And how, how up to speed are you with the Marvel movies? Not as much as I want to be. <laughs> so I haven't seen the last Avengers movie. Ooh. Oh. Well, well because, because I hadn't seen, like, when it came out, people were like, oh, you should see, um, like, a couple of the movies, like, leading up, like, so that I would know who some of the characters kind of are. That sounds terrible, but um, I think you would know where I'm going with that. Um. And I hadn't seen all those movies yet, so I saw some of those movies, but I, and you know this, and this is not me trolling right now, I am terrible at seeing movies. No, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very aware if, of that. It Unless I tell you to come. Right, if it doesn't involve Joey <laughs> texting me directly being like, hey, do you want me to buy a ticket for you for this time to see this specific movie, I'm probably not going to see the movie. Right. Like, Yeah. Now, that's not to say I never see them, but it's just... We have a symbiotic likely. relationship right. when it comes to right. that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm very excited for I'm a terrible person. I'm hoping to see that one in the theater. Like, Star Wars, I'm going to see every movie in the theater probably a couple times. Marvel, it just depends. Uh, it has to be an event for me. Uh, so, I'm really hoping that Captain Marvel will be on my docket in the theater. Um, Avengers 4 obviously will. There's the ridiculous amount of movies coming out next year just from Disney alone makes me think, how am I going to get to all these in the theater? Because uh, uh, Toy Story 4 comes out next year, plus a bunch of live action ones. Like I Never saw Toy Story 3. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> all right. When, like, uh, when was that? Like Maybe almost a year and a half, two years ago when we did like movie stuff. The movie, that, that and, was a year a year and a half ago, and, yeah. And like... It was like, didn't see it. Didn't see it. it. Haven't (laughs) seen it. No idea. What is that? Who is that? Um, So, Janali actually comments that she did the exact same thing this week. But see, her team is the Redskins. So, she took the Eagles because she's a Redskins fan. You know, hedging your bets there. Well, I hope you're successful just like you were on the Cowboys. (laughs) Um, Vikings, Patriots, uh, New England uh, was able to put this one away. Um, Boyertown product, James Devlin, two carries, two touchdowns. Yeah, man. And I, I think, so you said two carries, two touchdowns? Yep. 
And I think that makes maybe four carries on the season for four touchdowns. I, they had said during the game three for three. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know at one point that was. So yeah, James James Devlin has the same I amount of touchdowns that was as the he does fir- carries. I thought that was his first one today. Okay. I don't know that for sure though. But um, but yeah. so that continued the trend of NFC NFC North teams There's losing. Be some crazy efficiency stat there. <laughs> New England now has the Dolphins in Miami with the chance to get to another uh, double digit victory season. We'll see how that plays out. We alluded to the uh, 49ers getting blown out by the Seahawks. Talk about a dark horse team that I would not want to play right. because the Seahawks are probably going to be a wild card team, right? They're not going to catch the Rams. They're not going to catch the Rams, no. But they're 7-5, and five, are in great position to keep this going because they're not winning like fluke games. They're they're kind of – they're stepping up and really getting it done. Um I mean, I know today was against the Niners, but they're running the ball well. They're protecting Russell Wilson. They've got some output. Um <laughs> and and it's one of those things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those things where they, uh, yeah. I, I just look at the the Seahawks. I would not want to like host them. You know what right, I mean? Right, in that right. first round of the playoffs. Yeah, but, no, I, I, I'm with you there. I understand it. But uh, yeah, so Zach's <laughs> last comments is addressed directly to Justin. He says, I like your sports thoughts, bro, but your movie cred is lost on me now. So uh, he's off the study. So best of luck, I Zach. I can't even argue that. I, I can't like. <laughs> He's like, like, I get it. See, I, so I this is what's going to happen. I'm going to eventually text my roommates from college who are big movie guys in their own right and tell them like, yeah, we got into movies on the show tonight and I didn't know what I was talking about. And they're going to be like, they're going to make fun of me because the same thing would happen in college. They'd be like, dude, this is a great movie. got to watch it in like 15 minutes. And I'd be like, I got to do something else. Like, So I think... Not having seen Avengers three was a big one, but when you said you didn't see Toy Story three, that was it. That well, was when you throw the honest, papers in the end and you honest, walk out. I know it's I know it's sad, so I just I'm not going to watch it. Well, I mean, but it's a Disney Pixar movie. Like as yeah. much as it can be sad, it's still yeah. uplifting. Okay. And uh-huh. and there's a fourth. This one is one of those out, where so. I usually where I usually drop. I'm like better to have never loved than loved than lost. <laughs> and like wait for somebody wait, to like look at me and be like wait, that's, that's not how that's the other. Um, <laughs> yeah. So actually, um. I mentioned, you know, I was on Zach's show the other night. It was just Friday night, actually. Um, Zach Arnold and my buddy Ben Hart do the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. And they actually did a holiday-themed episode where we talked about our top five favorite holiday movies. Die Hard? Holiday TV specials <laughs> and holiday songs. That's it was awesome. a blast. It's over three hours oh long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was up till 2 a.m. Saturday morning, essentially. Well, well, I saw, like, you started late Friday night on yeah. that. And I was like, oh, getting on. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, we started late after 10 o'clock. We, and until I wrapped up the audio and then sent it over to those guys, it was 2 a.m. So, yeah, it was a – but it was so much oh, fun. That's got to Talking that stuff is a lot of fun. Yeah, I had been telling them for uh, for the better part of uh, a year that if you know when you're looking for a top five topic, if we get so, to the holidays, that's one I definitely. So now what I've got to do is I've got to listen, and I've got to see how many of those movies have I seen. Yeah, yeah, it's funny though because we we kind of play that often often with with Zach's co-host Ben because. I, you know, I listen to their show and they talk about movies all the time, but sometimes yeah. Ben will be like, haven't seen it. Haven't, haven't <laughs> seen it. Nope. Didn't see that one. They actually just so you, ran through. you guys can relate. You guys yeah, can yeah, relate. yeah. Because like, I go through this with Justin, Zach goes through this with Ben. Um, obviously, we share a lot of common interests, right. uh, but they actually had just done the entire Harry Potter saga. All I've only eight seen movies one of them. Plus the crimes, of, or excuse me, plus, plus the, Fantastic the, Beasts, and right. they're doing Crimes of Grindelwald this Friday, so... Right. Yeah, I've seen one, and I don't know which one it is. So. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Again, people might think I'm just like exaggerating for the show. Like you know that no, I, I, I know am telling is... the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're into um, you know, pop culture and nerdy and geek stuff, uh, basically, if you know me and you like the things that I talk about outside of sports, you would enjoy Zach and Ben. So check out the IPC podcast. Uh, you can find it on on Facebook, and they uh, do their subscriptions through Podbean. So check them out for sure. All right, wrapping up the NFL talk here. Um, I guess that pretty much was it because we already addressed the Monday night game. Uh, Eagles, Redskins. Right. We, we uh, I favor the Eagles. You favor the Redskins. Right. So and obviously, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I just don't know who's going to win. Like, I, I don't trust the Eagles' offensive line. I don't. If they can, if they can protect Wentz, if they can give Wentz time, I think they win. Right. Like because. Like, I know there have been times where he hasn't been, like, super great this year, but it's because the offensive line has been awful. 
if they can run and protect him, they're gonna they're gonna win because I think um, I think the defense can be good enough even with the guys in the back. And it was interesting last week the defense played a little bit better, not at the start, but they got better. But they simplified it as the game went on. They said Malcolm Jenkins went in and said he has to. Like he, he went to, uh, Jim Schwartz and said, you've got to simplify it. Cause like the calls, you know, you're making on the field. This is so complex in the yeah. NFL. And he's like, and you've, we literally have three guys starting there that weren't on the roster at the beginning of the year. Like we need to like simplify this. So they simplified the calls, made it and they just executed better. But we talk about that a lot. What's the difference in the NFL between a win and a loss is just executing the play a few times more and in, in a game. So you're getting called out for not seeing Harry Potter, yeah, by well, the way. Yeah. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> um, you know, some people would say that it's not okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, a, whoa, I screwed that up. Oh, well, yeah. they'll, they'll get the gist. So, yeah. <laughs> and Toy Story 3. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. see, that one's more egregious to me because Harry Potter is a commitment. That's eight movies all over, I think, two hours long. Right. Um, so starting in the early been... 2000s to the, to the 2010s, right. you know, uh, it, there's a lot going on there. But Toy Story, there's only at this point three, and uh, like and like and they're some of the greatest movies they are. ever. They're, they're like, yeah, the first one is amazing. The second one's like fun, but like, see, you know, the second one actually has a higher rating than the first one. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise. It doesn't surprise me. I feel me like either. the first one to me is just special because that was still when that kind of stuff was new. That was too brand like, new. You know, like. Yeah. Hey, it just that was so different from any movie we had seen, like, and that's part of it. And I don't, I don't know, it was cool. And I think I was like, I was getting to the age where I was realizing like how like cool it was to have like the stars as the voices, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there was just a lot that goes into me liking that first one a lot. Yeah, it's nice. it's an incredible movie, incredible. It's always in my top five when it comes to Disney Pixar movies. Um, but bring it back to NFL full circle here: Chargers, Steelers in Pittsburgh right now. The Steelers are on top. 13 to 7, and thank you, everyone. James Conner has both of the Steelers' touchdowns. <laughs> Two rushing touchdowns in the first half. I'd love for him to get another one, but I was already going to beat Adam. So no, that's the icing on the cake right, there for me. All right. You oh, may get the one seed. No, I can't because oh, okay. I lost to Uncle Bob twice. Oh, okay. okay. Just like uh, Adam couldn't catch you because right. you beat Adam right. twice. So, yeah, you guys had locked up the, so, the, the division I, championship. I have lost four in a row counting yeah. this Are, one because I'm going to lose you're this gonna one. Lose. Too. Yeah. yeah, well, my dad just said that. Uh, was it Ian, so Friday? Bef- before this week, though, I'd lost three in a row and averaged over 110 points in that three-week stretch. Now, I can't complain well, too I beat much. you, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. And I scored uh, like 111 that, because that, uh, yeah, I, you beat me last week. Was that last week? And, and I had like 111 because um, Miller went off on, was that oh, a Monday night? Right. Like yeah, yeah, early yeah. on and you're just like, if oh. you catch if, Oh, yeah, because I scored like 133 yeah. right. and you right. ended up with like 120. But I think I beat something. your dad like 140 something to 130 something. Like, so I've, I've won some of those games this year too. Yeah, you've been putting it's up just, the points. Yeah, so. I just need the guys to get right. <laughs> yeah. See, um, you have it. You'll have a week off. Right. So. That's good. Bye. Rest. Yeah. You know. Right. The way that Wrestling. works in fantasy. That's right. So, um, yeah, I was excited that uh, Philip Lindsay had a huge day, which we may win in our other league. That know, we're terrible. That. We're terrible that. in that league, but we might get a win this week, uh, which is great. But the Steelers up on the Chargers, they do have the ball again uh, about seven minutes ago. In the second quarter, so... Uh, Buddy Mine's at that game. So, oh, really? Yeah, cool. big Steelers fan, so... I was going to say, is he cheering for the Steelers? Yes, yes, he is. Okay, because otherwise it can get a little little dicey, yeah. you know, when you go into enemy territory. Mm-hmm. Um, anything mm-hmm. you want to say about uh, college football before we take off? So, we, we kind of had a little discussion. I, th- I honestly think they got it right um, with the four teams that they picked. I was kind of hoping they would pick Georgia... For the chaos that would ensue, right, yeah. or or and and this isn't like I I feel like Notre Dame is worthy. I'm not I'm not. That's not the point I'm making. But if they would have gotten left out, having not played a conference championship, just because like them getting left out, or Oklahoma and Ohio State getting left out, like I feel like would have really we might have seen 18 playoff next year. I've heard people pushing more and more for the 16 playoff and giving the top two a bye. I am not a fan. I don't like six. I want eight. well. I was going to say, I prefer eight, 
but I would take six on a step towards eight. You know how yeah. slow this stuff moves. No, yeah, you're right. So if it means that one and two get a buy and three play six and four play five, I'll take that. But then right. in five years, I want to have an 18 playoff. Right. I honestly think they could get a 16 team to die. I mean, all the other divisions do it, right? Isn't it right. 16? Yeah. The division two and division yeah. three? You're saying the biggest... Which, by the way, last week, Duquesne won their first ever... Well, their second ever playoff game, I think, but they got their first ever win in FCS. Oh, okay. Um, and then they had to play South Dakota State. Ooh. Not North Dakota State, but South Dakota State, who is also... Really good. Yeah, they lost. They lost. They lost. Yeah. That was a loss. It, it, uh, to, to copy a conversation we had earlier before the show on an unrelated topic, it was a day... It was a day. It was a day. It was a day. So um, another Duquesne Dukes. So well, just to finish up what you were saying is, I, I completely agree with you. I think the committee got it right for this. I would have liked to see chaos just because it wasn't going to impact Penn State. I think Penn State right. was going to Citrus yes, no matter what. Right when UCF won yesterday, yeah. Penn State was bound for. When UCF won and Washington won, Washington was the other sneaky one. That was that yeah Friday night because um, yeah. So when that played out. Um, and I knew Penn State wasn't going to go anywhere besides the Citrus. They weren't going to make the New Year's Six Bowl games. I was just like, you know, let's get some chaos in there. And maybe it'll start to get people really mad, like right. Jim Delaney. You know, if Ohio State and Oklahoma didn't make it, or Notre Dame didn't make it, you know, something crazy like that. Because I won an 18 playoff. You know, I think that really would silence a lot of critics and loud voices that when you have eight teams, like... How many times it, would a team outside the top eight right. ever win a national it, championship? It leads to – you're going to have the discussion you have with with college basketball. I know it's a much larger number there. But when you can't make the top 68 teams, you don't – like, you can't really – like, you can argue over that. But if you can't make the top 68, that's on you. You right. know what I mean? That really is on you. In college, like, if you don't make the top four – it's not necessarily on you. And I know it gets ridiculous. I know it gets ridiculous. But people can't just say to UCF, well, schedule other teams. They can't. They, teams won't play them. Right. Like, it's not as simple as, oh, well, schedule SEC teams non-conference. You, okay, find an SEC team that's going to play a non-conference. And, right. uh, and I guarantee you, UCF will take it. You know what I mean? Like, because they want to win the games they want to. Now, I'm not saying they would win those games. But, like, it's when when you have... It not come down to like, I feel like it should be the college football invitational. That's what this should be called because it's not a playoff because you can win every game the whole season and not win. Right. You know, and when, when you have to debate, well, which is more important, good wins or bad losses? Right. Like what? It, it becomes a competition. What? <laughs> right. It becomes a competition, not a like, what I like about football is there's no like, you don't sit at the game and think, Oh, well, they played better, but they had the worst score, so I still think they should move on. Right. That's not how it works. Right. But like, that's how it works when you're selecting the teams. And I just don't, that, I understand that's how it works, but I don't like it. Right. Does that make sense? Like, I understand that's the part, but I just don't like it. So I'm hoping that it eventually gets to eight. And you're right. If six was on the way to eight, I would take it. But, um, Um, that's ultimately where I want to end up. I mean, I really like, no, like my ultimate dream for a, Division one, you know, FBS college football playoff is at a minimum 16 because I, I don't think you could ever get to 32. Like you can't start no. getting to basketball because it's just different. You can't play more than one game a week. Right. So I think 16 is where you cap it. But think about a field of 16. Like you get the top five, the power five conferences, everyone that won that championship. Which essentially makes the championship games up. A playoff game. You could take oh, potentially, you know, yeah, like kind of, yeah. Possibly become like semifinal. Game. So that's only five teams right there. So say you take the top independent team, which is basically Notre Dame. Like right. when is it never not going to be Notre Dame? Right. Um, you know, you could put say like they have to win at least nine games, ten games. Right. Like and there'll be language, but basically you're saying so you could say they have to be in the top ten of the ranking, like they do for like the UCF. True. Yeah. And that so Power Five, an independent, you could take. Two, because there's always talk about like a Memphis or a Middle Tennessee State, right. you know, all, all these other teams that that pop up every so often. Right. Um, we've seen Boise State and Fresno yeah. State, like you know, before conference realignments and whatnot. Uh, so you got five power, from the Power Five, two from the Group of Five, and an independent. That's still only eight, right? So you have eight more teams that you can invite in, right? So you can take 
Basically, you could almost say, all right, everyone that played in the conference championship could be taken in right. if you wanted to do it that way. Now, you probably would end up with rankings, but that's a lot of the teams you're going to see. So you're basically going to see the two top teams from the big five conferences. Well, that's like somebody took like the top eight and like showed like, oh, yeah. what those I saw someone do the top be. 16. Right. And they're like, yeah, because nobody would want to no watch this. It would ruin college football. Yeah. Like, And that's this is the problem I have. People are like, well, if you add all those teams, it's going to ruin the best regular season in all of sports. No, it's not, because you've already done that. You've already said the regular season doesn't matter. Yeah. Georgia lost to the two good, two best teams they played. They lost both those games, and there was a debate over whether or not they should get in. You know, like who did they beat? Like I, I, they beat SEC teams, okay, but they well, didn't beat LSU or Alabama, right? The two best teams they played, they lost to. You know, and they play in the weaker of the two divisions. So I, yeah, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand how. That can that can work, and if you look at Oklahoma, okay, they they beat their only loss, you know, in the championship game. Well, that's fine, but I I honestly think Purdue would beat Texas. Like I honestly do. I know Purdue was six and six, but I think Purdue beats Texas. Texas uh, is lost. that who they're playing? I didn't see that. So well, no, no I'm just saying like that's who beat Ohio State. Oh, okay. And I got you. Now I, I know you. they they the problem is they they crushed Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, they destroyed them. Right, but All right, so. Uh, like, I, I just – and people are like, oh, well, they lost a neutral site game. Well, yeah, because they never play Texas on the road. Right. Like, it's always a neutral site game. So they never play the, – the best team they play every year – Red River Rivalry. The team they play that should be the best every year in in Texas, they never play at Texas. Now, I know it's in Texas, but they, they do 50-50 sales. Like, you know, like so, okay. Like, I, I just don't – I don't, I don't get that. And they beat a Texas w- with Sam Ellinger, who's hurt. You know, like he, he played, but he's been injured the last right. three weeks. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think Oklahoma deserved it. Don't, but like, I just feel like it, you're just explaining whoever you pick in. You're, you're explaining why you pick them over the other team. My problem, you, you're, it's never the same. Is the inconsistency? Yeah, because we saw two years ago they took Ohio State over Penn State. Right. Then last year they flipped this, this, the. Right. Uh, the switch and it went the other. Now it had nothing to do with Penn State, right? But like, and now they're this year. Now they're back to what kind of what they set out to do. Right. Like we we value conference champion, right? It's like okay, just figure it out. But right. if you just would do what we want, what everyone wants is an eight team or a sixteen team playoff. This is what you would get if it was a sixteen team playoff: Alabama, West Virginia. Oh my gosh, Clemson, That'd be incredible! Clemson, Texas, Notre Dame, Kentucky. Oklahoma, Washington State. Where they'd score a thousand points. Georgia, Penn State. Like, uh, no one would watch that game. Ohio State, LSU. Michigan, Florida, which we're already getting. And UCF, Washington. Yeah, no one would watch those games. Those eight games are just terrible. That'd be incredible. And that is essentially college football royalty playing there for a majority of those. There's... Okay, let's speak the language that the NCAA really wants to hear. There's a lot of There's money lot of to money, be had right? if you if you do this. Because the obviously, honestly, the game that probably would have the lowest turnout would probably be USC, US, UCF Washington. You would think yeah. because that's not a huge. Neither of them are huge programs. I think if you right. looked at, but if now now this is getting crazy, and I know they probably wouldn't do this. Let the top eight host their first game. That would be awesome because then you're then you're still now your conference championship still means something. Yeah. So because Georgia and Alabama are still getting, they're both going to get in. But now, well, Georgia would still be hosting a home game, but right, I know, but I mean, like you could, you know, whether you're in that top now, you're in that top eight or not, you know, would matter. It could it could still add some significance to those games instead of people. But imagine that. Well, no, here make it even better. You host your first two games. Oh, my God. Because think about it. Yeah. The way it's set up now. So you host your first two games. If you host your first two games, the conference championships absolutely matter for a game like Alabama-Georgia. Yeah. Because now Georgia isn't hosting in the second right. round. Right, yeah. They're probably – well, I mean, obviously, if there's an upset, that could change. Well, yeah, because they're going to lose in the first round. But <laughs> Right, yeah, because Penn State was going to beat them anyways. Right. Um, but, yeah, so the – Higher number, the better seeds host the first two rounds. So there are teams that could realistically host nine games 
at home yeah. with with an additional two because most teams have twelve and it's usually like a seven five six six seven five split around there. I'm sure it could get crazy at some point too, well, depending on the te- right. non conference teams. Crazy you're with playing. the scheduling, that's one of the reasons why Penn State Pitt are not continuing because Penn State requires seven home games a year. Yeah, a minimum of seven home right. games. Right. So some. You're, Every now and then they get eight, but it's rare. Most big time programs are getting no worse than six, seven pretty much guaranteed, and sometimes they want eight. Right, which now doesn't happen as much more. anymore with the expanded conference schedules. But top four yeah. teams would, if you win, get two more games at home. Oh, the and then gate revenue, just are, like uh, everything else, like season ticket holders get priority on tickets. But I tell you what. They don't cost the same as your regular oh, no. season tickets. And don't give me the crap about weather in the Northeast. You know, I don't want to hear about it. Don't I, don't, I just mean about sales. I don't even mean oh, about yeah. a competitive oh, balance. It won't even matter. Don't give me about the educational aspects either. Because you send the basketball players how many places in such a little time. In the, like, I don't want to hear it. You can work it out. You can figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. First two, 16 team playoffs, first two rounds are hosted by the better seed, the, 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 high, the lower first. number seed, the higher ranking. And uh, then when you get to your final four, those are two of the preeminent bowl games, yeah. and then you have your national championship game. Oh, that is yeah. how you do it. Oh, that is how gosh. you do it. Can you imagine? I, I mean, imagine I can. Imagine the I, TV money that would be shelled out for that. Oh, my gosh. It would be It would be immense. ESPN, CBS, Fox, they'd all be they'd, NBC. They'd all be they'd be shelling out huge money for this. A first round game of Penn State Georgia in Georgia, oh my gosh! Which would which would be um, next weekend? Yeah. So, you, so the weekend of Army Navy yeah. would be the first the round of sixteen. So that would be the second Saturday. The third Saturday, um, the week this year would be the sixteenth. Would be the round of eight. Then if you want, like, because of Christmas some years, you might have some difficulty. You might want to take a break. They might want to give a break um, for, uh, you know, the holidays because mm-hmm. not a lot. And now, I mean, there are other lower tier games that play yeah. around the holidays, so they may not care. Um, but you could afford that break because you can go into January. They don't play it on the weekend anyways. It's not like right. the NFL playoff games are getting involved. It's, they, right. they always play it on Monday, don't Or yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, I think... Or is it Monday? No, because it's NFL playoffs, so it's Monday. Right. I was right. thinking Monday Night Football, but it's January, so it doesn't matter. So they, they play the Jet National Championship game on Monday already. Like, do teams – like, Penn State won't have played in, like, six weeks. Right. For the bowl game now. Right. But in this scenario, they could they would be playing this coming weekend. Right. Having one week off, That'd not playing awesome. the conference championship. That would be awesome. Well, then I'm sure you'd have people being like, well, it's not fair to the teams who played the conference championship. They didn't get the week off. Cry me a river. Right. I don't but like But guess what? Now they get the host games, which is going to get your school money, which yeah. is going to help your program. So it's it just boggles my mind that, that they haven't gotten to this realization. I'll take eight, but the dream is 16. Oh, my gosh. That would be The amazing. dream is 16. The scenario we just ran out there would be incredible. I mean, this oh, is the perfect we, year. Let's get it started. Like outside of maybe, let's offer up. Let's let's send a proposal to the NCA for media rights to, uh, to this process. Outside of like maybe four teams: UCF, Washington, Washington State, and Kentucky. Like I wouldn't consider them college football. Um, you know, yeah. the the blue bloods of college football, but the rest of them, like that's a that would be a heck of a mm-hmm. field. And I like having both Washington and Washington State in. I like having those yeah. local rivalries in there together. And I like UCF, two straight seasons undefeated. They deserve to be there. I agree. Kentucky had a hell of a year, rebound year. Yeah. Like, it'd be fun to see them there. And I Texas, guarantee Texas you. Texas has gotten the relevant again. Like There is yeah. no way those top eight are going chalk. No. Not a chance. No. Not a no chance. Way. No way. And that's why it would be fun. Like, that's why it would be fun. But. You take... March Madness. You win. You win a sixteen-team playoff. You you are the you national are the champions. national champions. There is no yeah. no doubt about yeah. it. UCF so. comes out of that. They get their parade at Disney World again. Yeah. So. <laughs> so um, I don't. Did I ever mention this? I pulled it up, and I don't no, think I ever said no. anything. So um, to to get out of here now, just one last shout out to a former Wilson football player, Rodney Hill, um, on the great 2018 we've talked oh about gosh, uh, in the so past. Good. Uh, class of 2009 from the school. Uh, he is currently the assistant director of football sports performance for 
the UCF Knights, uh, and they finish undefeated AAC champions. And he, his father, posted a picture of him with the trophy uh, in the locker room after the game. Uh, so awesome. congratulations to Rodney and UCF. Uh, big things for him. He actually um, worked at Penn State. He's worked with the New York Giants. So uh, he is making his way up through um, the football culture, uh, through the college ranks, and some time in the NFL. And it's uh, it's awesome to see uh, former Bulldogs doing some big and grand things on some pretty big stages. All right. So anything else to add from you? No. All right. Uh, I don't think I have anything to add either. We will be back in two weeks again off next week um, for the football banquet. Wilson Football Banquet next Sunday, so I'll be heading to that. So we'll be back in two weeks on December 16th, talk more NFL, and uh, maybe get ready ready for uh, some of the college football bowl games should be starting up as well. Yep. So, um, I think that's everything. So um, for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. This was episode 266 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.